Welcome. You're listening to the Soggy of Anne Furthermore. Bad news. My tree trial, predisposition, is going before a prejudge, pretty soon. Damn it. This concerns me because I happen to know I don't present very well. And when people prejudge me, it usually doesn't work out. It takes time for people to get to know me and accept the possibility that I might have redeeming qualities. I asked my heron aide if he had any ideas, and he said he could ask his buddy on DDoc. She works for the Eagle Defense Fund and knows me a few. She works with high-risk adolescent birds. I said, wow, is she a lawyer? He said, no, she's what they call a peril eagle, specializing in perilous seagull-related cases. She can hook you up. Hold on, I'll give her a caw. Caw! 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 I said, what was that? Heron said, please, meet Renata Tibalda Eagle, Eagle Defense Fund, Seagull Peril Eagle, and Weekend Coloraturo Soprano. I said, Renata Tibalda Eagle? I grew up with your Christmas album, A Coloraturo Christmas, and I saw you at La Scala in 93. Magic Flute? You played Papagena? You rocked that. Everyone was like, are those real feathers? And my buddies and I snuck backstage after the show, and you guys were getting shit-faced. And I remember you were doing worm shots, eating all the worms out of the tequila bottles, and you were telling soprano jokes. Renata freaked and said, wait, no shit. I remember you. You were playing the accordion and singing the Queen of the Night aria in ascending whole step force modulations. You were the one who said, what is the difference between a seamstress and a coloratura soprano? The seamstress tucks and frills and the soprano. Do you remember this, you bitch? You were hilarious. I started laughing so hard. Those were the days, girl, said Renata, like another lifetime, right? My heronade was staring at me sideways. Well, not sideways in a bad way, just like, you know, because their eyes are on the side. And he said, wow, Anne, you were a wild girl. Renata, how high did she modulate with the ascending queen of the night aria? And Renata said, it was crazy high, like unreal. High F over written high F. Glass was shattering and dogs were barking and the conductor's ears were bleeding. Oh yeah, we only met that one time, but I heard all kinds of stories. I'll have you know she's one of two people in the world, banned for life, from the Bayreuth Festspielhaus. I said, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, I loved that horse. It was so worth it. And there wasn't a Valkyra on stage who wouldn't have done the same thing if it weren't for that uptight German musicians union bylaw about animals on stage. Then Renata interrupted and said, wait, weren't you the reason they came up with that union bylaw after the elephant incident in Munich during Aida? I was laughing so hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Forgot about that. I was in the pit for that. And Renata said, way I heard it, everyone was in the pit for that, except the harp. That thing was tangled up in the chandelier for two weeks. There was talk about leaving it up there and calling it a new art installation. Oh, yeah. And furthermore, here you are on the docks of Anacortes. Amazing. Small world. And now you've got legal troubles. Tell me this isn't about the Seattle Opera. My heronade caught her up to speed and then said, Girls, I gots to go. Let me know how I can help. I said, You've been amazing. Thanks for hooking me up. And Renata said, Call me, girlfriend. And the heron flew off. I said, Is my heronade a she? And Renata said, Mm-hmm. Want to know how you can tell? I said, Yeah. I never thought about it. I just assumed she was a he. I'm such a sexist. And she said, It's a man's world, honey. Don't worry. The way you tell with herons is to look for the hyphen. 
The males are all named Ron, so it's he hyphen Ron. And the females, like all of us, are always on, all the time, so it's her hyphen on. But it's hard because the hyphen is silent, of course, so he Rons and her Rons don't get stressed if you mix it up like it's really not that big a deal. As far as my case was concerned, Renata was incredible. She had a lot of advice, some which gave me feelings. She said she was doing a new John Adams opera with a community opera company about a local crazy woman who walked the docks of a small northwestern island marina, not unlike this one, wearing a snail hat. I asked her what part she was singing, and she said she had tried out for the part of the heronade. The character has one just like I do. What a coincidence. Fuck me. Wow. But she couldn't stop herself from eating the snail hat, like, every time. So they finally gave her the lead role, because the snail was only safe when tied to the top of my head. Ha 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 ha. She said the character was tragic, but interesting. And she's trying to learn as much as she can about crazy people. She said she's been on a couple of websites where you can write or call in and find out the name of your diagnosis. And she's thinking about doing that because nowhere in the score does it say what her condition is. I said, it sounds like acute banderas snelliosis. And Renata said, Banderos? What is that? Is that the guy who diagnosed her? And I said, no, it's the cute actor, Antonio Banderas, who is passionately in love with the snail woman, and it was his Hollywood tabloid love affair that first brought awareness to the disease, which is rare and strikes only beautiful women, truly beautiful on the inside as well as the outside, who are also highly intelligent, compassionate, scholarly, and liberal, as the symbolic descendants and spiritual love children of the artist formerly known as Prince. And Renata said, Scholarly, you say? Hmm, that's an angle I should explore. I'm impressed you know so much about this rare condition. Do you know someone who has it? Or is there someone in your family? And I said, what? No, I just, you know, I read a lot about um, just whatever. How about this weather, huh? Looks like it might stop raining any minute. Renata said, do you really think it might stop raining? I said, what? No, I just, I don't know. Um, hmm. Renata said, Anyway, I'm bringing up the opera because the story reminded me of you. I gasped and thought, oh God, she knew me when I was at the height of my glory. Oh, look how the mighty have fallen. I got an elephant to throw a harp into the opera house chandelier. And look at me now. Renata to Balder Eagles thinks I'm a tragic figure. But Renata kept talking over my inner meltdown. Because in the end, these are harbor seals that are prejudging you. And they know nothing about humans, trust me. So you could always just plead insanity, a legal term they think is related to sanitation. And they will probably just walk away from it. And your case will never go to trial. But just to be safe. She said for my pre-trial predisposition for the prejudge, she would recommend I get someone who is pre-law. Like a young person or a student. Someone specializing in pre-law. I asked her where I could find someone like that. And she said anyone who owned a Kaplan LSAT study book would do the trick. She said they don't actually need to be studying law. They can just be thinking about law or law school. Anything that is legally nascent or, you know, pre. And then she started laughing. It's the same with pre-meds and herons. Just look for the hyphen. And wow, if those aren't words to live by, look for the hyphen. Worked for Emily Dickinson, right? Hell, yes, it did. The Furthermore Soggy is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth, and edited and produced by me, Sophia Coman. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week. <laughs>